unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today, man? I'm great, Nathan. How are you? I'm fantastic, and I'm super excited because as the viewers can see and the listeners are about to find out, we have an amazing guest lined up for today's episode. So I'm going to play a fly on the wall and hand it over to you and absorb as much as I can in today's episode. Thanks. Yeah, indeed we do. Our guest today is famous in digital marketing circles as an online advertising expert. His name is Justin Brook, and I'm so happy he can join us. Justin is the founder of AdSkills, a great training company for online advertising. He's also a super experienced media buyer, having spent more than $10 million for lead generation as well as e-commerce campaigns. And while Justin could give us super valuable information on a lot of things, there's one topic he knows a lot about where I found it's really hard to find any other expert who is also a good teacher on this topic. Justin is both. That is an expert and a really good teacher. And that topic is advertorials. And it's great that we get to talk to him about that today. But you know what else is great? The copy is powerful. And you're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers and highly regulated industries like health, finance, or business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So Justin, welcome and thank you so much for being here. Oh man, I am super happy to be here. One, just for you, uh, yourself, so happy to talk with you, to be live, but you know, this topic, you know, this is one of my favorite, favorite topics. So I never get to talk about this stuff. So I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, well, you can today. And, you know, to be honest, I know you understand advertorials. I'm not sure a lot of people do. So could we just start at square one and we'll go quickly from there? What is an advertorial and, and how are they useful in online marketing? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because there is, especially in our circle, in our area, a lot of people confuse an advertorial for a sales letter and they're not the same thing. You know, you would use an advertorial to send people to a sales letter or a sales page. The one-two punch that works really well right now is an advertorial to a VSL. There are companies making just millions and millions of dollars doing that. Essentially, the advertorial is the bridge from the click, from the ad, to the money page. And that could be the sales page, the checkout page, you know, whatever. You know, there's, uh, so you have the ad from the click to the buy. The advertorial is right in the middle there. And it really helps to increase conversions and increase uh, average order value. Uh, on the back end of that. And so an advertorial is kind of halfway between an ad and an article. Is that a, a fair uh, general description? Yes, I should have, I should have mentioned uh, that uh, advertorial 
it, you know, if you break down the word, it's the advertisement and the editorial. And so the reason why they call it an advertorial is it's an ad that doesn't necessarily look like an ad. It should really look like an article. And the more that it doesn't look like an ad, usually the better it will work. Okay, that's great. So you know so, so much about this. And because you're so famous for you know, pay-per-click ads, most people don't even realize, you know, so I'm guessing. I, I have a friend who is, you know, a member of Ad Skills, and she's been bugging me for a while to do something about it. And she said, well, Justin knows a, a whole lot about it. Could you just tell us briefly how you um, got into writing advertorials and even teaching about them a little bit? Sure. So short story to getting up to the point of advertorials is I started learning this business from Russell Brunson back in 2007. I was an intern. My job was to study all these millions of dollars of courses that he had had in his closet and write affiliate review articles on them so he could make his money back. I got the education of a lifetime, literally got to study the greats, you know, Jay Abraham, Dan Kennedy, there was just so many guys in there, you know, Joe Polish, everybody, everybody was in there. So I got the education of a lifetime. What stuck out to me was Google ads because that was the first time advertising was something not billboards, magazine ads. Uh, it was something where I could do it in my house. I didn't need permission. I could start with under a hundred dollars. And so like when I had watched that course in his closet of courses, that was the thing that stuck out to me, took that uh, education home, started uh, a pathetic ad campaign. Uh, you know, I only had 60 bucks and I only had 60 bucks because I paid half the electric bill. So after paying, <laughs> after paying half the electric bill, I started up the ad. I was selling a little $39 course ended up doubling my money every month for 11 months in a row. And so that little pathetic $60, $2 a day ad campaign, literally, you know, do the math, it turned into six figures, doubling my month, 11 months in a row. And so ads have been the thing, you know, it's literally the thing that took me from ramen noodles to red lobster, you know, uh, it's, uh, so ads have been my thing ever since. And advertorials are a major tool in the advertiser's tool belt. So, since that time, you know, that was, I don't know, what are, we're talking 15 something years ago now. Since that time, I've, you know, I've run an agency. I, I didn't mean to start an agency, but, you know, people just started saying yes to having me run their traffic. And so I kind of just kept doing it. Had some of the biggest clients, Russell Brunson, GKIC, Dan Kennedy's company, Anasaraf, uh, Ryan Dice. I had a lot of, you know, big names as my clients, spoke all over the world and then landed uh, Agora as clients. And this is where we get into advertorials. So Agora, I'm sure this podcast uh, viewers, they know who Agora is, billion-dollar oh, yeah. publishing I, company. I, I, I was a copy consultant for them for five years. I know them. Yep. They're smart. I'm sure I'm sure you were. You're the best. So, so that's really – I had played around with advertorials prior, but when I got into Agora, they're very serious about using advertorials. They use they spend millions of dollars on them, and so I really got to kind of perfect the craft at Agora, and that's where I really learned how to use advertorials. Got to spend you know tens of thousands, I don't know, maybe millions of dollars on advertorials, and got to see advertorials that made millions um, in there. So that's 
my story of how I got into this game and advertorials and, you know, why anybody might listen to a word I have to say. Okay, well, I'm going to go out on a limb, but I would say that the education you just described is probably better than taking a $12 Udemy course in advertorials. <laughs> might be a little bit better. <laughs> That's great. So let's drill down a little bit. What are the key differences between an advertorial and pure pure content, you know, just an article, blog post, or you know, a sales letter, sales message, a BSL, a set, you know, web page ad, whatever. Yeah, you know, I've struggled with that definition a lot over time. I'm going to give you my most current definition answer to that question. Okay. I believe the difference between just a pure article out there on the web and an advertorial is that the article, you're kind of done after you read it. You know, there really isn't another step that the person wants you to take. They've given you everything there. All the education was there. The whole idea was processed there. And then you're done. And you can go on to another article if you wish, but there isn't really something else to do. The biggest difference with an advertorial is it could look exactly like an article, but there's going to be something at the bottom that is telling you, and now you should go here or watch this or, you know, download this. It is usually some sort of a strong call to action at the end of an advertorial taking you to the next step. And I think that's really the thing that, the, you know, the line in the sand between article and advertorial. Okay. But in terms of everything that leads up to that, does it look pretty much like an article or are there some other you know, key elements that an advertorial needs to have? There could be some nuances. You know, it's very common for an article to have other elements around it on the page. So I'm talking about, you know, footer navigation, header navigation. There could be opt-in box pop-ups. Like if you're reading just a typical blog post, especially these days, there's so many different tools and softwares. There's like, Opt in now, buy now, 50%. Wait, don't leave yet. There's all these things happening. Generally, on an advertorial, it's going to be a pretty clear, nothing's going to be interrupting you. Nothing's going to be distracting you. The, the entire process, the every pixel of the page should be engineered towards getting you to read the headline, read the article, click the call to action. That, that's really interesting what you just said, because that's what you want to do with the sales letter. But in a sales letter, you're constantly building the sell, increasing the desire, leading them to a, an emotional crescendo where they want to buy. And in your typical mm -hmm. article, and you know, I, I spent the first 10 years of my um, adult career life as a journalist, we never thought about got to get them to reach to the end. We thought, well, you know, if you can tell the main story in the lead, and if you can tell a little more in the first few paragraphs, that might be all they're going to read. So, and then you sort of develop it. So it, it, that's interesting you say that because to me, it combines the best of both formats. You know, it informs, mm -hmm. but it also keeps you on the edge of your seat. So you got to keep reading it to the end. Would, would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. One, 1,000%. Very, very cool. Could you give us a, an example or even more than one example of a successful advertorial, either that you've written or that you've, you know, driven traffic to or worked inside of a funnel? 
Sure. Uh, I've got one of my own that is working right now that I'd love to talk about. But my favorite one, the one that I love to talk about, the one that I teach about, the one that I just loved working on is uh, there is an advertorial that we ran at uh, Agora. There's you know, many different divisions of Agora. So this was Legacy Research, which used to be Palm Beach Research. Specifically, this product and offer came from the Palm Beach Research side of Legacy Research. And the advertorial title was Man Who Predicted Trump Win Reveals New Shocking Prediction. And that has gone on to it's been widely copied you know uh, when i say that today most people are like you know i I think i saw that one it's possible that you did because we you know i did myself well over a billion impressions on that on those ads so it's very possible that you did see that one but it's been copied by same company. It's been copied by all the divisions of that company. It's been copied by competitors of that company. So there are lots and lots of different reiterations of that headline. And what I love so much about that headline is it really just encompasses everything of what I teach about a successful advertorial, just like right within that headline. It's current, it's emotional, it's packed with curiosity you know even if you don't like trump you kind of want to know like well what is this and what is the next you know and and if you do and if you don't like them or if you do like them you still want to read it even more and so it's just this massive curiosity banger and then it's one of those headlines that you really could use over and over and over again it's still going to be just as powerful but like it's so vague that it could be used with anything. It could be like that this new kitchen knife is now the best knife that's going to be out there, or this is the world's greatest basketball. Like you can use that format in any market, you know, and any time. So it's, it was, it was a phenomenal campaign. We did tremendous amount of success from that campaign. It ended up earning well over a million dollars, which unfortunately isn't enough for an Agora company, it actually kind of was a, a failure because it, it didn't do $25 million. It only did three. So it was, it was a failure in their eyes. But the, 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 the advertorial was not a failure at all. It was, you know, the ending promotion and whatever. But, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Happy to talk more about it. Yeah, I'd like to talk more about that. I'd also like to talk about the headline a little bit. I agree with you. It's a brilliant headline for so many reasons. I mean, it's hard to think of a word that's going to polarize people one way or the other more than Trump, even today. And also, you know, how they say this, I'm old enough to remember in 2016, most people didn't think Trump was going to win. In fact, there's even a rumor that Trump didn't think he was going to win, that he kind of did the whole campaign as a publicity stunt. We don't know. What, what what happened? So anyone who could have predicted it was an unusual thinker and unusually prescient, you know, almost like a, a seer, you know, like a psychic or something by comparison to the conventional wisdom, shall we say. Yeah, t- talk more about it. Like what was in the article and how did they transition from this guy predicting Trump to the next step? So... Whenever I talk about an, an Agora structure or whatever, they do so many different things. There's so many copywriters. There's so many consultants. You know, yes, they do different things. 
But the general kind of formula to a traditional Agora advertorial is you talk up the expert, you know, so most of the advertorial was about all the, the wins this guy had predicted, you know, he, he was the guy who called this and he was also the guy who said this, and he was also the guy who was in this book. And so it's like, you came for the headline and then there's all this like accolades about this author. And then there's a little teeny tiny, like, and he's going to say this, you know, if you want to hear what he's got to say about this, click here, you know? And so essentially that's the, you know, 20 word summary of an 800 ish, you know, maybe 500 ish word advertorial. We like to have three links, you know, top, middle, bottom link in there. We like to have ads on the side of the advertorial. So looking like a blog post, you know, with like sidebar ads over there, each of the ads go to the same, you know, so they, they look, they might look different, but they're talking about one hook within the product and they will see that in the next presentation. So there are two different ads on there. There's three links and then there's the bottom link, which is the main call to action. All of that, everything on the page goes to the VSL. And then the thing we did that really bumped up the conversions just tremendously is we put uh, a picture of the video player at the bottom. So instead of just like click here to watch this presentation, we put a, a video of the presentation on there. But then what we did, and I hate revealing this because everybody has their own moral and ethical thermometers, okay? So we put a little circle on the screen with an arrow pointing to the circle, and everybody's like, what is it pointing? It's pointing to nothing. Like, we, we just literally just put a circle on the page with an arrow pointing to it, and forever people were, like, trying to zoom in, unblur, like, what is it that they're, they're trying to point out? And it, it was just a random circle and, a, and an arrow, and it worked tremendously well. For getting attention. That's awesome. Talk about the advertorial you're doing right now that's working well, if you don't mind. Yeah, so this one is Florida Mom Finds a Real Job Online. So I think today there is a huge emphasis on you know online jobs, you know, virtual workforce, remote work, all of that. But I think there are so I think the world is becoming hip to how many get rich quick schemes there are, how many scams there are, like how hard it, everybody says there's ways to get a job online, but like, how do you find a real job online? And then also I was trying to piggyback a little bit off of the whole like Florida man meme by going with the Florida mom thing. And it was a real story. You know, the whole story was about a real uh, mom who's actually a friend of the family, a woman named Tracy who she, her, her kid all of a sudden had a health problem and she needed to stop teaching because she needed to be able to work from home because of her kid's new problem. And so we gave her our courses. She took a bunch of notes. She is now today a professional media buyer. She runs some of my own ads. She runs ads for, you know, big authors. And so she literally went from traditional online job, you know, traditional real world brick and mortar job to online job working for us. And so in the advertorial, I focus on the emotional problem. Like she needed an online job because of this thing that's happening in her life. And then I go through all the data that shows that advertising is growing. Um, it's growing online. 
in digital, mobile versus desktop. So I show all this data with charts, you know, just real, actual, hard, physical data showing why there's so many jobs available in advertising today and why everybody should be in this and about what you can make. And then, it, you know, it is click here to see Tracy's story, to watch a video, you know, so kind of borrowing the same top, you know, things we did. You watch an interview with Tracy. When people watch this interview, they cry. You know, I mean, her story is just so good and her emotions and the questions, it, it was, I don't know if we'd be able to duplicate it. It was just one of those interviews where it just, it was just very emotional, very well done natural, genuine. We didn't try for that. We asked the same questions that we ask everybody else in our interview, but it just came out incredibly well. And so we built an advertorial to go to that interview. And then the interview ends with like, if you're ready to sign up for the same information that Tracy used, click here. And it's a sign up and it works pretty well for us. That's brilliant. And it's really interesting because what you did follows the same formula a journalist would follow where you, you open with a, a personal story to this, like a, a capsule or an encapsulation of a trend, a bigger trend. And then you start to, you know, show the facts, the numbers, and, and then you tease to, if you want to see the whole thing, you know, sort of the Zagernik effect, right? The open loop where, Oh, they're going to have to mm-hmm. click to find out about this woman, which, they they now know there's a, a factual underpinning to verify that this is indeed even possible. Because, of course, for a lot of people, it's still, you know, they they might be on Facebook, but they're not Internet marketers. They're not, you know, they don't have any experience in digital marketing. And and so just to convince them that this is real is is a big job. I, I love the way you described how you did that. That's very cool. Thanks. Sure. So. You you must see advertorials that aren't so good, not necessarily from your students, but maybe from random people on the internet. What would you say are some of the mistakes that people make to when when they do this that they should avoid? Well, actually, our students usually don't create monster success stories their first time out. You know, and I usually see all the worst ones as I'm, you know, one of the, we have multiple instructors in our platform, but I I do tend to see a lot of them. So one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of people making with their advertorials is they just come out with, and this is just kind of like within internet marketing itself. We as an industry are just too hypey. You know, we believe in numbers that the rest of the world even though we know they're true to the rest of the world, our numbers are ridiculous. You know, like we talk about years ago, the big hot thing was the million dollar day. John Reese did the million dollar day, the launch. And to, to us, that's old story because now we have Fernando Cruz who did the Meganar, which is a $25 million webinar, you know, so not even a million dollar day, a $25 million webinar. And so we throw around these numbers and we know that they're true. So we think it's okay to put them on our sales letters, but we're just annihilating our, our target market senses. You know, it's so far above, uh, you know, like a lot of us, we, some of us will put like make $5,000 a month 
And for a lot of us that we think we're shooting really low when we say make $5,000 a month. But even that for the average is like, that's a dream. That's like what they're trying their whole life for is to make $5,000, $8,000 a month. And so I just see these, these advertorials and these claims and these numbers that come across and it's like, man, you need to drop two zeros off the end of it. You know, if the average, I'm just going to go United States, the average person in the United States, if they could make an extra $500 a month, it would change their life. You know, that is enough money in the headline to motivate them to want to learn more. And in fact, I find that ends up working better. It triggers less skepticism, less unbelief when I use a smaller number than if I would have gone 5,000, which in our world isn't a lot of money, but to the rest of the world, that's a ton of money. So that's the biggest thing. And the first thing I would say is just really dial down the belief. You know, is this something like somebody at McDonald's would believe? Could you give us, I I know we don't have much time and this is also what you sell for a living. I got time. Oh, okay. Well, could could you give us two or three tips, you know, besides that excellent one, which I totally agree with, tracks with all my experience for many years because our numbers are just so much bigger than what uh, normal people are used to. What what are some other tips for writing good advertorials? Yeah. So you got to understand that the first one you write, I don't care if you're you know, I don't care who you are, you know, uh, me and you, we've done just tons of work. I still don't believe I'm going to write a home run. I, I don't believe that I can pull up my laptop right now and I'm going to execute a home run advertorial every single time I do it. You know, if I write 10 of them, I'm pretty confident that one of them will be a real winner. You know, I'm very confident that one out of 10. So if you're not an expert, and you're not willing to write at least five of these things, man, I don't want to break your heart. I don't want to discourage you. I'm trying to be real with you, though. You know, if you're not willing to write at least five advertorials to try to find one winner, I don't know if it's in the cards for you. You know, I don't know if this is going to be the right thing. You need to, you know, work on them as well. You know, write, you know, if, you are, if you're only going to write one, at least write 10 headlines for that one. You know, write a couple of call to actions for that one and do some split testing. It's very, very rare that you, you know, just write one and it's a, a wildly successful thing. And the other thing to think about it is, you know, sometimes when I say this lesson, I can, I can watch my audience, when I'm telling them, you know, when I, when I say this, you just see the, the glimmer come out of their eyes and they're like, all right, who's the next speaker? Uh, <laughs> what, what's, what's the path? You know, am I going to get coffee before the next session? They're just completely gone. But listen, you know, doing this, if you do this correctly, it's worth at least a million dollars, if not 10 million or more, you know, so it's kind of worth the work. You know, and what are we really talking about here? We're talking about maybe 5,000 words of writing. So it's super worth the work. Um, be willing to write. If you really want to have, a, a, if you really want to give yourself the best chances, be willing to write 10 advertorials because I am very confident 
that if you wrote 10 advertorials seriously, like you really did the market research, if you did all the copywriting things that you know you're supposed to do and you legitimately wrote 10 of them, I would be very hard pressed to believe that one of those wasn't at least moderately successful for you, if not wildly successful for you, you know? So there's that. And then the one other big tip that I would say is there's this kind of, how do we say this in the right way without like a million words? So there's this thing going around in our space where it kind of feels feels very templated. So what I'm what I'm trying to get at is the average like copy today is hi, I'm Justin Brooke and I spent 10 million dollars on ads and I've been doing this for 15 years and I have this accolade, that accolade and I have this course and this is why you should watch the course. It's called the whateverblueprint.com and you can get it now, but the price is changing, at, you know, in 24 hours, so you have to act now like every sales letter, you know, and, and, and many of us, we write that copy and we think we're doing great, but we've literally just wrote the template that every single other YouTube ad that I watch today, I'm sick. And I purposely have one YouTube account where I don't pay to get rid of the ads because as an advertiser, I like to see these things, but I'm sick and tired of seeing internet marketers ads because you guys are saying the same thing every time. You think you're being different, but in the, you're not. You're in. You're trying to not be different. You're actually being completely the same, you know. And so, and I don't mean that everybody's doing this. Obviously, somebody out there is doing something different. But I just see the same thing. And so, like every advertorial that that lands in my lap is kind of the same advertorial, you know. And then I tell them, I was like, look, why couldn't I put? anybody else's product at the bottom of yours and the copy would work. Like if I can do that, if I can take anybody else's book or course or coaching and put it at the end of your advertorial and it doesn't matter and it would completely work, it doesn't really work. You know, so you have to try and create some kind of a difference. And I think that comes from reading a lot of advertorials. If you, if you really start like, like I purposefully go onto YouTube to, to watch ads, to see ads, so that I can know that what I'm creating is at least a little bit different than the, the, the ad that they just watched, you know, three minutes before my ad, you know, and so take a little bit of time to, to see what else other people are putting out there so that you can create a message that's at least, at least a little unique. That's awesome. So finally, if people, I don't think you have an advertorial course per se, but People have gotten a pretty good idea that you know what you're talking about and you're a great teacher. If they want more, where should they go? So all of our stuff is at adskills.com. We've got a blog. We've got YouTube channels. I, I highly implore you to first take a look at all of our free stuff, our blog. I've got articles on Medium. If you search Justin Brooke interview, you'll find a bunch of other interviews of mine. So do go get a sample, get a taste for it. If you like it, come on back to adskills.com. It's only $8.99 a month. Currently, while I'm saying this, because we may we reserve the right to price test, if you like the free stuff first. That's great. Nathan, anything you want to add before we wrap? No, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. And I got the premium or the pro version for a year at a time. And it was probably the best 
purchase that I made last year. So I wholeheartedly endorse ad skills and I'm just super happy that you were able to come on and share your knowledge with our audience today. So thank you. Yeah, that's great. Justin Brooke, J-U-S-T-I-N for our listeners, B-R-O-O-K-E. And it's adskills, A-D-S-K-I-L-L-S.com. Check it out. I've heard from a lot of people that it's really good. And of course, you can see the man himself right there on the uh, right side of your screen. Uh, All right. And if you, the listener, enjoyed this episode and you want to check out more, head on over to copywriterspodcast.com. You can like and subscribe to the podcast there. And until next time, we will catch you later. Yeah, thanks, Justin. Catch you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.